1: What's going on, Bills Mafia? It's your boy, Eli Fox, the host of the All Day Buffalo Podcast, and I am back after a long, nice, relaxing vacation. I am finally back, back in my seat, ready to do some Buffalo Bills podcasting. I want to say thank you to my guy, Justice, for covering me last week. Um, That meant a lot. I didn't want to miss a week um, of providing content for you guys, so um, I hit up my guy, Justice, and he was totally down for it. So um, thank you Justice for doing that for me. It was a great episode. I did listen to it um, and it was very enjoyable. So thank you. Um, But before we get started on the meat of this episode, I wanted to cover a little bit of Buffalo news. And um, to say it's dry (laughs) is kind of an understatement. And that kind of goes for NFL news in general. It has just been a very brutal time since OTAs um, ended and there has been Little to no information coming out about the Bills, about really any team in the NFL. And I guess, you know, it's just that time of year, kind of winding into the season, um, into training camp, into preseason, where it's going to get much more exciting. And I'm very excited for that time because it'll actually give me some good content to talk about um, besides me pulling stuff out of thin air. But um, it's been dry and really the only hot news and hot, like, I mean, lukewarm news around the Buffalo uh, Bills team is the whole Zach Ertz thing. So I put in my notes, notes, Ertz is the hot news, but it's going cold. And I think that it's going cold because we keep getting told um, Zach Ertz going to Buffalo. It's confirmed by this weekend, and we've heard that four or five times, and it's now turning into this, you know, boy who cried wolf type thing. Now every time we hear it, it's just, it's just not, it's just not true in anyone's mind. So, you know, and I've, I've, I've been closely watching this whole Zach Ertz thing, and and I've been, you know, tossing and, and turning and and feeling like I don't know if Zach Ertz is a good fit. I don't know if he would make our team that much better, or if he really would. Um, I really don't know. I mean, I've, I've been on both sides. I've. I've thought that Ertz would be awesome to add to this offense. He could make a big difference on the field and he could make a huge difference in the locker room. Um, And I think an even bigger difference in the locker room and for uh, Dawson Knox. Um, But I've also been on the side of where we just got Jacob Hollister, um, who is, we might play as a one, two punch with uh, Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox and Jacob Hollister, you know, switching in and out, maybe going half, maybe going 60, 40 on snaps. And, um, You know, seeing where that takes us, seeing who the better guy is come game time. um, I think personally that it could be Jacob Hollister. So, as of now, on the whole Ertz thing, man, I really don't care if we get Ertz. If we get Ertz, cool. I think that'll be really good for our locker room. He's an established guy, an NFL vet, guy who's been to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. Um, We want that type of leadership around. And I think he would bring a good, really solid. Uh, type of leadership to a guy like Dawson Knox, who's still really learning the ropes. Uh, He needs a guy like that. So I think that would be a good, just a good enough reason in itself to add Ertz. But I think we have two solid tight ends that can make a difference in an offense that is not centered around the tight end position. We are a wide receiver centric offense and we are not, adding Ertz isn't going to make, you know, us like an offense like the Kansas City Chiefs are and how they use Travis Kelsey. Ertz isn't going to go off for a 1,000-plus yards receiving. It's just not going to happen. Um, At his age and at the, the stage that he is in his career, he's not going to put up those yards that Kelsey and Kittle do because that's also not how the Buffalo Bills run their offense, like I said. So Ertz being added, you know, I could take it, I could leave it, at this point, I really don't care. I just want all of it to stop, and I just want everyone to stop caring about Zach Ertz. And I, well, I mean, if he starts to, if he's going to play for the Bills, I want people to care for him. But um, if he doesn't, then so be it, and we just move on. And we have Dawson Knox, we have Jacob Hollister, Reggie Gilliam. Um, Where I think we're covered in tight end. You know, um, covered to the to the best of our ability. We're not going to get anyone better than Dawson Knox or Jacob Hollister. Um, so. At that, we're just going to leave it at that. I could leave it and I could take it. So what I wanted to talk about today, since the offseason is extremely dry on that Sahara desert type shit, I wanted to talk about my top five quarterbacks. And then after I finish talking about my top five quarterbacks, I want to go into my tweet bank and talk about some other people's top five quarterbacks because this top five varies uh, like crazy. Um, it, is, it is different for everybody, um, people, people just have different opinions and I love it, um, it's going to be a, a fun one to kind of scroll through, it'll be quick, it'll be painless, um, but I'll say their names and I will share what they think about the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So let me get started on mine. So I have, let's, let's go from five to one because that's a little more fun, adds a little more uh, you know, kind of build up. So let's start with number five. I have Dak at number five. Um, I really like Dak. I don't like the Cowboys, but I really like Dak. Um, I've liked him since he was at Mississippi State. I really thought that he was going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Um, And for once, I was right. Um, I I really like what Dak does. He puts up crazy numbers. Um, He has a really solid wide receiver core around him. Uh, He's got Zeke in the backfield. The Cowboys should be really, really good. Uh, but they just never figured it figure it out, and obviously Dak got hurt with that gruesome injury last season. But I don't think that that's going to stop him, um, and I think that with the way that he's been putting up numbers, and even if he regresses even a little bit because of a nasty injury like that, you can't fault the guy. Um, he he puts up unbelievable numbers, um, and it's it's. I think he's also one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch uh he can he can also get a little bit mobile roll outside of the pocket and make some really timely and good throws um and he's the type of quarterback that you want leading your offense um i on this number 5 spot i was kind of teetering in and out thinking maybe deshaun watson because i really like deshaun watson's game i don't like what's going on with him off the field obviously um so i left him off this list and i think i you you could go like 5a 5b Uh, with Dak and Deshaun, Um, but I left him off the list because I really don't think that Deshaun Watson is going to play. And if he does play, he's not going to play a full year. I think the NFL is going to do their due diligence and give him kind of the hammer and at least ban him, not ban him, suspend him for half the season. So let me move into number four. Number four, a fan favorite of Bills Mafia, Tom Brady. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, We all hate him, but we cannot deny the greatness. You know, I'm a huge LeBron fan and I am around a lot of LeBron haters and it's just kind of hard to listen to him talk about this amazing once in a lifetime, once in a generation player um, and talk down on him because LeBron's done great things and just like LeBron's done great things, so has Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got 7 championship rings. Like think about that for a second. His hands must weigh so much. Um, but Tom Brady, for all these years, I've been saying, "Oh, Tom Brady's going to regress. Tom Brady's going to stop playing well. This, this, that. He's going to stop winning championships." And I was pounding the table about it last season when he went to Tampa Bay. I was like, "Oh, that's a, oh yeah. Have fun going nine and nine and seven with Tom Brady." And I was completely wrong. Uh, Tom Brady honestly shocked me, and it's kind of crazy to think that Tom Brady could shock anybody at this point because he's been consistent and consistently good for so long consistently great for so long he is the nfl's goat you know i I can't i can't sugarcoat it i know i my bills mafia brothers and sisters will not like hearing that and hearing me say that and my mom especially will not like hearing me say that she's one of the biggest tom brady haters that i've ever heard or never ever seen uh so you know i'm disappointing some people here by putting him in my top five but it's the truth Um, And I'm going on a truth basis on this uh, top five. So, you know, Tom Brady, I I thought, you know, he's just a check down system quarterback. And yeah, he is a system quarterback, but every quarterback is a system quarterback. They only thrive in a system that fits them. Uh, We see that with Josh Allen. He was in a system that wasn't built around him at first. Uh, They were building it in the process of him you know, kind of being the centerpiece of that process, um, but it's finally built now. And we saw in 2020 what a system can do for a quarterback, what a system built around that quarterback can do for that quarterback. Um, and Allen had unbelievable numbers last season, um, and he's been on this unbelievable linear projection. Um, and I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But um, but you think about these systems and the term system quarterback and you know i just think that the term system quarterback is kind of kind of lame because like i said every quarterback is a system quarterback um so tom brady being called that it makes sense because yes he was in a system that fit him and he benefited from that system the short passes the the over the the, the middle type stuff and the the checkdowns it pisses me off to watch it cuz it's boring and i like to watch a quarterback like josh allen who's kind of frantic and like frantic but in control at the same time and just chucking it all around the yard and uh, doing amazing things with his legs and his arm. Um, and Tom Brady's not that guy. He's probably the exact opposite of Josh Allen, if we're being honest. Um, but there is no denying that Tom Brady is great and he's great in his systems and they built a good system around him in Tampa Bay. And even though I was saying and multiple people were saying that Tom Brady would drop off, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Um now at this point, I think I'm going to maybe double down on what I was saying and say that Tom Brady is going to kind of regress this year. I I I just keep saying that because he's he's getting older and so you got to show age at some point. He's what 43 years old and as a football player that's almost unheard of. So like for me to say that he's going to regress isn't a bad projection. And I put him at four on this list because I'm kind of seeing into the future a little bit that he might regress. And I maybe would have put him at three and my number three at four um, if I thought that Tom Brady was going to keep up this consistency. But I really, really think that he's going to show his age. And I think that now that people are giving Tom Brady all this praise again, and this might be like a weird, twisted way of thinking about quarterbacks and the way that they're going to progress or regress Um, I think that now that people are saying oh Tom Brady's back Tom Brady's going to be the keep going he's going to he's going to keep progressing as this amazing quarterback I think that those expectations are kind of going to get to him and I think that he might have a little bit of a regression um, and he might show his age a little bit even with all those weapons I think that his age might shine through Um, so that's why I put him at my number four spot Um, Just in front of my number three guy, who is our guy, Josh Allen. And I put Josh Allen at number three because he's not one or two, sadly. Um, But he's up there. He's number three because I think that he's going to have another great season. He's number three because he continuously proves people wrong, and he continuously uh, progresses year after year. Uh, Like my guy Justice says, I hear, him say all the, I hear him say this all the time. Every eight games, this guy progresses. Every single eight games, he gets better and better and better. And I don't think, without seeing a regression in eight games or in a full season, that I can say that he's going to regress. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to, to put that out there. And I know I was just saying that about Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's a different case because he's now at the complete back half of his career. Josh Allen's just entering his prime. And I think you put the prime together and the fact that he has not regressed a single time in his career, I think he's he's moving up that board. He's moving up the top. He's, mo- he's moved up from the top 15. He's moved up from the top 10, and now he's in the top five, in my opinion. Um, he's a quarterback that every single team in the NFL, I think, would take. Most teams, I think you could probably pick out maybe four teams that would not take Josh Allen as their quarterback. And that goes to show that Josh Allen is a top five quarterback. People would want him on their team because he makes their team better um, through his leadership, through his determination, through his will to win. I think uh, through his talent, through his physicality, um, through his God given gifts as a physical like specimen. I mean, six five two thirty. 230. He is, he's massive. He can run, he can throw. Everyone would want him on his, on their team. And, You know, I I, Allen Allen is the guy of the future, in my opinion. The NFL, in five years, will be looking at Mahomes versus Allen as a cream-of-the-crop, head-to-head matchup almost year in and year out um, in the playoffs or in the regular season. I cannot wait for that regular season game because I want some revenge. But... Allen is on the heels of Mahomes, in my opinion. He's on the heels of guys like Rodgers. Um, he's, he's right there. And, and, and the fact that he hasn't regressed is my biggest reason for putting him in my top three. And being at number three it's a very good thing. He doesn't have to be at number one yet. He's 25 years old. That is very, very young. He's got a lot of room to grow. He's got things to work on still. He's got a fumbling issue that needs to be fixed uh, pretty ASAP. Um, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't fix that, then that becomes kind of his biggest glaring issue. And I think that he's working on that. He has said and he can go on record saying that his turnovers is something that he does want to change and that he wants to fix in the future. Um, I think that's what he's probably working on this offseason along with other, his other mechanic stuff and what he does with, uh, with Palmer. So that's enough on Josh Allen. Uh, we talk about him a lot. So we'll move on to number two. I'm going to go on to Aaron Rodgers, uh, the MVP of the 2020 season, the deserving MVP of the 2020 season. I wanted Josh Allen to win it so bad, but Aaron Rodgers just had an absolutely amazing year. Um, And he put up crazy numbers with putting up like three, like four interceptions along with like 50 touchdowns, like it's just like gross video game type numbers that you're seeing from Aaron Rodgers. And now he doesn't Now he doesn't want to play for the Packers, which I think is kind of funny. Like, how do you win an MVP with a team that went to the NFC Championship and now you don't want to play with them? I get it because he doesn't have that many weapons around him and he wants weapons around him. And it seems like the organization doesn't want to give him weapons for some reason. Like, I'm thinking, if you have an MVP caliber quarterback at the helm, why the hell would you not want to give... That guy, the all the best weapons in the world. Why are you not going after great wide receivers like like uh, Julio Jones or um, any of these great guys in in free agency? Or why are you not taking wide receivers high up in the draft? I remember this year in the draft they were they were low on the board around us. I think they were like 31 or something. So after us, and I was like, oh, they're definitely taking a wide receiver, and they go defense and it's just like they they make these decisions not thinking about Aaron Rodgers at all and i think he you know his his aggression with the with the franchise is kind of warranted um i think that in the end he'll probably play, play with the packers and he'll probably play well uh but the the way that he feels towards the packers is is not he's not wrong about that you know he's he's never been given good talent around him he had you know he had jordy Um, and he had those types of guys, but, uh, you know, I think that he needs more, and he needs more at this point in his career, um, when he's kind of tailing into that same kind of age group as Tom Brady, he needs all the weapons that he can get, but Rodgers, in the past season, you know, just can kind of continue to show us why he's considered the bad man, you know, Aaron Rodgers, year in and year out, is making clutch plays, makes amazing deep throws, his his arm talent is, is kind of reminiscent of Josh Allen's, or you could say Josh Allen's is reminiscent of Rodgers, or even uh, Rodgers' former teammate, Brett Favre. Uh, you know, that kind of, that, you know, whoever said arm arrogance. I think of arm arrogance as a good thing. Uh, I think of it as arm confidence. You want that arrogance in your quarterback. You want your guy to think that he can make all the plays that he needs to to win the game. And uh, you see that in Allen and you see that in Rodgers. They will do what they need to to win the game, put the ball in their hands, and they'll most likely make the right decision to win the game. Uh, going back to Josh Allen, if anyone wants to refute me on the fact that Josh Allen is clutch, he's got about like 11 game-winning touchdowns or something and eight comebacks. So in, a, in that short period of time that he's been in the league, I'd say that's pretty darn good. Uh, So, you know, Allen and Rodgers, I'd say they're right there, you know, two and three. So that's a really close two and three. Um, And if we see any, you know, slip in Rodgers' play, uh, Allen will move up to that two position or even to the number one position if uh, the, I would say, consensus number one quarterback in the NFL, uh, Patrick Mahomes, slides at all. So let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. I loved Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. I, I, I still love him. I think he's a great quarterback. I hate the Kansas City Chiefs right now because it seems like they're our new rival because we're both good and we keep facing each other in these big games. And the AFC Championship game was a heartbreaker. That put a chip on every single Buffalo Bills player's shoulders. And I think they, that put a big enough chip on all those guys' shoulders to put it on the, on the rookies. So I think this whole organization has a massive chip on their shoulder wanting to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs. But there's no denying that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. He, year in and year out since the time he started at quarterback for the Chiefs, he's proved that he's really, really good. He is consistent. He plays well in big games. He's, he's clutch. He's got crazy arm talent, just like Josh and Rodgers. Um, he's, he's, he does have all the weapons around him that you need, and that kind of goes back to the – it goes back to all these guys, you know, other than Rodgers, really. The, all these guys have really good weapons, and it goes back to that system conversation. If the system around your quarterback works, your quarterback's going to work. And it, it only works even better if your quarterback's really, really good, like Patrick Mahomes or Rodgers, or Allen, um, or Tom Brady. So I think that it's pretty obvious, and it's, it's on most people's boards they're going to put Mahomes at one, and I don't think that I can put Allen over Mahomes until Allen beats Patrick Mahomes. And one of these days, it's going to happen, whether it's this year, in the regular season, or in the playoffs, or in 2022, whenever it happens, I think that will be the passing of the torch. Maybe not the passing of the torch, like if you want to be a little more conservative about it, you could say it's going to be the start of a really good quarterback rivalry in the NFL. You know These guys are going to be button heads for years to come. They're about the same age. They've been in the league for about the same amount of time, and they're kind of growing through the NFL, growing through the ranks of being the faces of the NFL uh, together, and they're going to be heading, uh, facing off all the time as they are in the same conference. Uh, it's going to be a really, really fun matchup. So that's my top five. I got Mahomes at one, Rogers at two, Josh Allen at three, Tom Brady at four, and Dak at number five. So now it is time to go into our tweet bank. Uh, So I'm going to, there's 16 different ones. I'm just going to go through all of them because it's just kind of a quick top five. So my guy Smorgs says Mahomes number one, Rogers two, Allen three, Tom Brady four, and Number five is either Wilson or Watson. Um, he put an asterisk next to Watson. I think that is because he might not play. Um, and Russ Wilson, who is also a great quarterback, I'd probably put him at like six or seven, because I mean he's had some up and down years. And last year, especially, he started out so hot as the MVP favorite, and then at at the end, just kind of flushed it all down the toilet, and wasn't even close in the. He didn't even he didn't get a vote. Um, so, I like that list. It's pretty pretty similar to mine. The top four are the same. So, next, my guy Charles Smith, Allen, Ryan, Mahomes, Rogers, and Prescott. I like just about all this list. Um, I wouldn't put Allen at number one yet. I don't know why the hell he's got Matt Ryan at number two. I don't see him in the top five. I see him in the late top nine, top nine, top ten, maybe. Um, and then Prescott, Rogers, and Mahomes, I got those guys on mine. Um, CJ says Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, Mayfield, and Brady. Pff, Baker, Mayfield at four? Like, come on. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I would say he's maybe top nine, top ten, same around, like top 13 maybe. Um, I could see him, you know, I could see him making a big jump this coming season um, with some guys probably about to kind of slip back in, in uh, on-field production. I think that Baker Mayfield could have a good year. He's got all the weapons. He's got a defense. He's got a running game that he can lean on. Um, and I think the Browns will win their fair share of games, and I think Mayfield will have his fair share of really good games. So I, I, don't, I don't see it yet, but I could see it in the future. Um, Laker Nation says Brady, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have Josh Allen in his top five, and that's fine. He's probably got him in his top 10, um, but that is kind of another thing that's seen a lot um, outside of Bill's Mafia, because Bill's Mafia loves their quarterback, obviously, as you should, because he's a he's a menace. Um, it makes sense that he might not be in somebody's top five, especially if you don't watch him all the time. If you haven't watched him from his rookie season, I don't think that you would put him in your top five. If you did watch him rookie and sophomore season, I think that you would, because you've seen how far he's come, and you've also... Been along for the ride to see how he's continuously progressed, just at an unbelievable rate. So let's go on to the next one. This guy uh, Ryan E. Messenger says, in no particular order, Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Wilson. I like that list. All great quarterbacks. Uh, Bills mafia f- or Bills fan says Mahomes, Allen, Kyler, Dak, and Rodgers uh, by the end of the season. He's saying So I'm thinking he's kind of projecting towards the future. Um, and he's saying Kyler Murray at number three. Um, and I love Kyler Murray. He's a, he's a fun little guy to watch. He's fast. He's an he's a electric guy on the field. Um, and I, I like that list um, uh, as a projection. I don't think Kyler's there yet, but I like that list. Uh, Buffalo Bills Reddit says Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Brady, Watson. And Michael J. Fisher said below, he goes, Allen, Trubisky, Webb, from, and Isaiah McKenzie. I thought that was so funny. I had to retweet that one. Um, that was definitely the best response I got. Uh, Michael Schiavi says, Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, Watson, Brady. Brandon McDermott, Mahomes, Allen, Rogers, Watson, Dak. Almost the same exact uh, one as mine, just leaving out Tom Brady. Um, and then let's go down to the last one that I have is... From Brandon, uh, that is Mahomes, Allen, Rogers, Russ, and Brady. Um, so I want to thank all these guys uh, f- for responding and uh, kind of getting in on the conversation. I, I liked all these lists. I-, I-, I think that no one had a you know a blasphemous list. But I think Baker Mayfield being in someone's top five right now is a little bit uh, iffy. That's kind of bordering on the line of blasphemy. But um, other than that, I think everyone had a good, solid list. I think I had a pretty good, solid list. Um, It was fun to talk about these top five quarterbacks because they're really, really kind of interesting and exciting time in the NFL to be watching the quarterback position. There's a lot of good quarterbacks. Uh, Even if you're looking outside the top 10, people knocking on the door, you know, like people like Justin Herbert, talking about guys like Baker Mayfield. Um, Who else? I think sneaky Carson Wentz could sneak himself back into the top 15. I think he could have a really decent season. So we're looking at a lot of good storylines. Matthew Stafford, like a lot of good quarterback storylines, happening um, within like the top fifteen, top twenty quarterbacks. Uh, So it's going to be a really fun season to watch the quarterback position. It's my favorite position to watch. I did play quarterback in high school um, for a not so good team, but um, I did play it, so I know a little bit about it, Um, and it's just definitely my favorite position to watch because I know a little bit about it um, from personal experience. So. That's all I got for today, guys. Um, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the All Day Buffalo podcast. I want to say one more thank you to my guy, Justice, for covering my ass last week um, because I was on vacation. I was in a place that had no cell service, so I couldn't even get out of podcast if I wanted to. Um, so thank you, Justice, for doing that. Um, and that's it, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, go Bills. See you later, y'all.